Good morning, church. Please join us for our responsive reading, which is in your bulletin. All people are like grass, and their faithfulness is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are, are grass. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her sin has been paid for. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness. A light has dawned. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. She will be named Emmanuel.
Please stand for our second reading. It's coming from Isaiah, John, Galatians, and Psalm 98. Behold, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the people. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord arises upon you. Lift up your voice with a shout. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Yes, God loved the world so much that he gave his only son. God sent his son to us so that he could make us his children. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. The Lord has revealed his righteousness to the nations. The ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God.
Well, we have very good news. The angels have arrived, along with a number of dignitaries from Orient. R, however that goes. Yes, very good. And shepherds. Okay. So we are ready for our time of morning prayer. But in honor of the young ones who are doing so well, it will not be as long a prayer as we often do. <laughs> but if you're willing and able, let's kneel together and pray. Father, we've come today with expectant hearts because it is our belief that today the Lamb will appear before our eyes, in our hearts, in our minds, and in our lives. So, Lord, may we not just sit and hear, but help us to fully participate in this time of worship that we might see the Lamb, hear His voice, and be transformed in our lives. Jesus, we thank you for your life given for us. In your name we pray. Amen. Joseph and Mary went from the town of Nazareth to Bethlehem. Mary, who was expecting a child, gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them.
That night, some shepherds were out in the fields near Bethlehem, watching their sheep. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord was shining around them. The shepherds were terrified, but the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I have good news, news of great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, your Savior was born. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Then a huge army of angels from heaven appeared, and they all praised God, saying,
Let's pray. Father in heaven, we're imagining that angel chorus. And it must have sounded something like that, and that's amazing. But Lord, we pray that uh, you will help us understand what the angel chorus was announcing so that we will recognize the Lamb when he appears. Help us, in Jesus' name, amen. So the words of the angel... In the King James Version, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. You can imagine being the shepherds that day on the hillside when the heavens opened and the angel appeared and was speaking and heard these words. I wonder what they were expecting to find when they went to see this Christ the Lord. And I wonder if they'd been able to find him at all if the angel hadn't also spoken these words right after, and this shall be a sign unto you, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. So here's the scene. It's a mighty angels and a a sky full of blazing glory and that song that they sang, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace goodwill towards men. I wonder what they were expecting to find. You see, there is what the angel heard, there is what the shepherds heard, and there is what the shepherds saw. The text goes on and it says, and they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Mighty angel announcement. Little tiny baby in a manger. It reminds me of the text we considered at our last festival Sabbath just a few weeks ago, Revelation chapter 5. You'll recall John finds himself in this passage before the magnificent, glorious throne of God. But John also discovers that there is a problem here, something about a very important scroll that no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth is worthy to open, which leads to a very powerful response, a very emotional response from John. Revelation 5, verse 4, I wept and wept because no one was found who was worthy to open the scroll or look inside. Then one of the elders said to me, do not weep, see The lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. And now John is about to have the same experience, I believe, that the shepherds had that night. Because here he has heard this grand announcement. But instead, when he looks, instead of a lion, what does he see? Verse 6, then I saw a lamb, looking as if it had been slain, standing at the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. You see, if you don't know what you're looking for, it can be confusing when the lamb appears. 
it certainly was confusing to the Levites, or, or maybe better not confusing, but rather they didn't notice anything special about Jesus at all. Luke chapter 2, verse 22, when the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now I want you to imagine this moment. The Lamb of God has appeared at the temple. The one who the prophet said would purify the sons of Levi has now been placed in the hands of a son of Levi. But that priest on that day does not realize that he is holding in his hand the refiner's fire. The Levites who he's come to purify don't recognize that the Lamb has appeared. Yet there are some who recognize the Lamb when he appears. The shepherds, although they got a little help, look for a baby. The Magi from the east recognized him. And that day at the temple, maybe the priests and the Levites didn't know what was going on, but there was an old man there by the name of Simeon. And there was an old woman there by the name of Anna. And something fascinating about Anna. Here the Levites who were supposed to know, supposed to be looking, can't recognize that the Lamb has appeared. Yet there's an interesting inclusion about Anna. It says... Anna, a descendant from Asher. How long had it been since the tribe of Asher mattered at all? Weren't they gone? Didn't they disappear with the Assyrians? Yet somehow, a remnant from the tribe of Asher. What did Asher ever do? Yet here's a woman from the tribe of Asher who recognizes the lamb when he appears. John the Baptist recognized the Lamb when he appeared. John chapter 1, verse 29. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Not everyone recognizes the Lamb when he appears. Are you among the ones who recognize the Lamb when he appears? Do you believe that the helpless child born in Bethlehem was and is the Savior of the world? Can you see the lion inside the lamb? He is the one promised from of old. And in him is the fullness of the glory of God. Can you see him? Do you believe
Sing through all Jerusalem, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Don't you wish that would have happened? You know, it, it, it didn't in that sense, because nobody in Jerusalem was looking for the Lamb when the Lamb appeared. Why was he born human? Why did it have to be this way? Well, the Bible gives us very good answers for this. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death. That is the devil. And free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. If Jesus was to save us, he had to become one of us. And the only way to do that is to be born. You'll see the hands of everyone here who wasn't born. You're lying. It's the only way. Hebrews 2, verse 17. For this reason he had to be made like them, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Jesus was born just like we are. And as I think we have all learned, anyone who is born in this world goes through some pretty serious stuff in this world, don't they? Well, Jesus was born in this world, and guess what? Jesus went through some pretty serious stuff. But you know what? That's all good for us. Why? Verse 18, Hebrews 2. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Hebrews 4, verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Hebrews 5, verse 7. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverent submission. Son though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And, made perf and once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. But in order for all of this to happen, the Lamb had to appear. Jesus had to become one of us. Jesus had to be born. The Lion, who is a Lamb. The King, who is a servant. Announced by an angel choir, yet born where the animals are sheltered. 
the fullness of the glory of God hidden within the form of a child, an infant, helpless and small, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Save for that one interruption that night of the angels, it was far more a silent night when Jesus was born than it was hailed to the chief. It reminds me of the words of another Christmas song, O little town of Bethlehem, how silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts. In other words, likewise, God imparts to human hearts the blessing of His heaven. It comes silently. Silently does the Lamb appear. No ear may hear His coming. Can anyone say, He who has an ear, let him hear? No ear may hear His coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive Him still, the dear Christ enters in. The Lamb appears. He was born in Bethlehem that night long ago. The Lamb appears. He showed up at the throne of God, having been slain, yet now holding the keys of death and Hades in His hand. He who lives forever and ever. The Lamb appears, and He will appear again on the clouds when He comes again. The Lamb appears, and He is appearing again today, right now, in this place, in the hearts of all who have eyes that see and ears that hear. Jesus comes to the faithful. So what should we do? Hebrews 10, verse 22. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings. Or in other words, oh, come, all ye faithful. Having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. The Lamb appears. Are you one of his faithful?
Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. By faith we see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, but now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for us. Jesus is not ashamed to call us brothers and sisters, for through him we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that we may declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once we were not a people, but now we are the people of God. Once we had not received mercy, but now we have received mercy. The Lamb appears, and through him we are saved. Therefore we pray that the Lord might bless us and keep us, that the Lord might make his face shine on us and be gracious to us, that the Lord would lift up his countenance on us and give us peace. In the name of Jesus, the Lamb who appears, we pray. Amen. Amen.